talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ. Welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show as we launch another week here of local talk programming on 1700 The Champ. Trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours, the first of five hours of local sports on your radio on 1700 The Champ. And then later on tonight, Monday Night Football, if you can't be in front of your television set, Monday Night Football plays here all season long, Sunday night football, et cetera, et cetera. The Chiefs also do, and we'll get to Nick Athen coming up here in about 20 minutes. All of our guests, by the way, appearing on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. A couple of locations, uh, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 4108 Street Southwest in Altoona. If you've moved to the east part of the, of the city or you're new to the area and you've settled over in Altoona or in, I guess you'd call it Eastern Polk County, couple of dentist options for you. I highly recommend uh, Dr. Fuller. He is my dentist. Well, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to do Iowa and Iowa State. We'll look back at Iowa's win over Maryland ahead to Penn State. Iowa State beginning their preparations for Texas Tech in a massive football game for them in their own right as they try to hold serve in the uh, Big 12. And who knows the way this race is going who knows the way the race is going in the Big Ten. We'll get into that. Wow, what a weekend it was. Uh, but coming up first, we're going to hear from Nick Athen at 11.20 on the Chiefs as they continue to kick you-know-what and take names, with the exception of New England. But they'll get them again. <laughs> and I think the outcome will be different when they do. But that's down the road. Bama Bob Trent and I will talk college football at 11.35. We'll go around the five power five conferences Get our top four, etc. Then Dylan Monts on Iowa State at twelve fifteen. Scott Dockerman at about twelve forty. Trent Condon is here. How are you? Uh, I've been better. What happened? What do you mean you're down? A uh, plumbing disaster oh, in the Condon household. No, 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 no. Leaky shower. Basement. No. So our both our showers are upstairs. You have two showers upstairs. Two showers. Okay. One little half bathroom off our bedroom with the stand up shower in, mm-hmm. and then bathtub in the the main bathroom. Took a shower Saturday night. Came downstairs. You haven't since? No. Oh. <laughs> You're a little ripe, are you? Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of Axe body spray going on over here <laughs> trying to keep me all right. Okay. And it was a disaster. Bubble in the ceiling downstairs right below it. Have to pop that. All right. Well, I run the water in the other bathtub. All right. That's okay. My wife takes a shower Sunday. Happens again. Mm. So, uh, yeah, got the plumber over there. and You've left him alone? Left him alone. We'll the see. meter's running. Yes, it is. So he's not going to tell you when he leaves? Are you going to text him when he's out of there? I'm he, off the clock. He, yes, he, he's going to let me know. Keep our fingers crossed for the kind mm, household. Boy, that's a, that's never good. Well, no. uh, let's talk some sports and cheer you up because okay. what a weekend that was. You know, I was thinking on my walk to, uh, today. You know, you're up there by yourself, right? And you, mm-hmm. you got a lot of time to think. And <laughs> I don't have a plumbing disaster. I, I have a better <laughs> story than that. I, I figured it out from. Friday night until I turned the TV off at the end of Sunday Night Football. I watched 28 hours of football this weekend. 28 hours? 28 hours Did You, you of woke up early Sunday? Oh, yeah, yeah, So you yeah. make Absolutely. sure you didn't miss it. No, no. I was, I was locked and loaded for the beginning uh, of the Chargers and the Titans game. And then watched it, uh, of course, every window after that. In the same way on Saturday in the Boise State game on uh, Friday night. Watched about 28, 29 hours of football this weekend. Never left the house. <laughs> Didn't I should too. say that. I went to High V Sunday morning at about 7. I was home by 8.15. So I was out for an hour, blew the stink off me other than the walks. Um, 
But what a great time of year. I mean, football is in absolute full swing. Trent, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The Tyler Trent story, I mean, mm-hmm. you're into it. I mean, I, I first when I first became aware of it, I clicked on his Twitter page. He had 3,200 followers. Okay. Yesterday, when I, when I, I don't know why I checked again. I mean, he's, he's, he's got to be approaching 25,000 Twitter followers. What a great story. Unbelievably sad story. Mm-hmm. But the outpouring of support for this young man, uh, the, what, what he's undergoing, the fact that, you know, how sick he was on Friday and, and how uh, much of a long shot it was going to be that he would get to the, to the stadium um, on, on Saturday to see his beloved Boilers take on, you know, Oklahoma, Ohio State and um, – I mean, it's great. And of course, Tom Rinaldi's making you cry. He of does course. every Saturday. Yep. And he's following the, um, you know, up, up the, throughout the game with the update. It's um, incredibly sad, but it just just reminds you just what sports can do. You know, it's a uh, it's a time when, um, you know, quite honestly, maybe you need uniting uh, in the country. And uh, sports brings us together for a lot of the right reasons so many times. And this is a great story and good for, for Purdue for. Um, Writing the happy ending, quite on it. You know, unfortunately, we won't get the real happy ending, but right. as happy an ending as we can see, at least to that chapter. We were all boilermakers on, on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, great night. way to put it. Well done. It was uh, yeah, heartwarming, certainly. Yep. And uh, the interview with him uh, down there on the sideline, mm-hmm. you can just see the happiness in his face mm-hmm. and well stated with everything that he said. Just, uh, yeah, a great story to go along with an unbelievable game. Oh, my God, what a game it was. And And game aside, Kirk Herbstreit, I love Kirk Herbstreit. Yep. He is one of my favorites. He was awful. He was awful on Saturday night. Okay, you're going to have to help me there because, I, of course, I saw it. I don't recall. What, what didn't you like? I was reading. He was certainly frustrated. And you, you've, Well, he's a Buckeye, so that's is. where you're going. Okay. And you can see that from time to time with him. Mm-hmm. He never mentioned Urban Meyer by name. And I was reading a media column, and I guess I didn't catch that. But then kind of thinking back. He never talked about Urban Meyer. And he, he would talk about, seems like there's something internally going on, but he wouldn't take it a step further. That's your job. Mm-hmm. Your job as a commentator that has those kind of connections. And he doesn't leave in Columbus anymore. I mean, nope. he, he skipped town he because left, he couldn't take it. Moved down to Nashville because uh-huh. he couldn't handle the Buckeye fans. Right. He's a Buckeye player mm-hmm. that couldn't handle the Buckeye fans. That shows mm-hmm. you how crazy they are. But he knows what's going on. He can give us insight, and he didn't do that. And that was frustrating to me because – I, I was waiting for him to say something, give something substantial, and he never did. He was a little bucky, little whiny Buckeye for a while. It just, See, for the first time ever, I I, I, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. All right. Late in that game, and it was fun, and my wife wouldn't even let me turn it because she was laughing so much because she hates Ohio State and Urban Meyer. Right. So, yeah, karma come, karma's a bitch. It, it did. Struck, yeah, right? and it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. As an enjoyable of as a blowout as I can remember, well, since last year. <laughs> when Iowa did it to Ohio State. Yeah. All that aside, it uh, I was disappointed in Kirk Herbstreit because I really like him, not his best work. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice that, but again, maybe uh, maybe I wasn't looking for it, and maybe you were, I don't know. But uh, it was, uh, it was a, an incredible story. It really was. There was a lot of good football played, a lot of good football games, a lot of fun football games. Uh, the game in Iowa, you were there. Um, give, give me an idea what it was like condition-wise. I mean, it, it looked awful. It was. Um, was it? And, and the odd thing is, I mean, normally you're just used to wind. Mm-hmm. And the wind's coming in from this direction. Within 10 minutes, it'd be going three different ways. Mm-hmm. And just the job out of Miguel Racinos, I, I hadn't seen. I saw it, got the email, but I didn't look. If he was Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. If he wasn't, he Yeah, I don't know. Been. Was he? I, I didn't see. But if he wasn't, he should have been. Mm-hmm. In those conditions, to knock in three field goals, 
to control with kickoffs the way that he did. Yeah. How about clock management out of the uh, of the Ferentz coaching staff? Well, and I thought it was awful did. late in the first half because they burned the last timeout. You get sacked there, you don't get any points. Right, but I mean, calling timeouts to, to make sure that they yes. have to punt against the wind. That part of it was very yeah. good, doing that at the end of mm-hmm. quarters. Late in the first half, though, you f- blow your final timeout mm-hmm. and you have one play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Smith made a play on that one Boy, play. Have, and that's 6 nothing at the time. We forget yes. that. Yes. That was a, I mean, that looked like they were going to go into the locker room after completely dominating the first 30 minutes with a 9-zip lead. At best. Yeah, at, at best. Yeah, that's, that's uh, giving him the made field right. goal. In those conditions. Right, right. Good point. And then Smith comes up and makes just what an, an unbelievable amazing. Play. You know, if they get sacked there, it's over because he burned your time mm-hmm. out. I didn't like the clock management late, but you're right. Yeah, in terms of the win. Yeah. And and a lot of people, day-to-day coaching, get on Kirk Ferentz for different things throughout the years and yeah. sitting on the so clock. it's and, justified. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to happen when a guy's someplace 20 years. Right. You're going to have plenty of instances where yeah. you disagree with the way they handle things. But win games... Give me Kirk Ferentz in a win game, time <laughs> he after shines, time. Does he? He does. He, the Illinois game where the line I never even kicked off a couple of years ago. Remember that? I don't. But. They they throttled him thirty five nothing over there. But it was an incredibly windy day. Same thing. Kirk Ferentz in win games is the best coach in the country. All right, maybe a little hyperbolic. Regardless, he does do a good job. Well, his team's playing pretty well, but yeah. they're all looking up at Northwestern, which is a head scratch. We'll do more on that later. <laughs> I mean, how they survived this last couple of weeks. Um, Huskers get a win, which was nice. I was happy for their fan base. They stayed around, and uh, I know that nobody else is happy with their fan base. It was uh, it was good to see. I mean, I'm I'm not a closet Husker fan. I'm not. I'm no, I'm not. But. Um, Good to see them because that's that fan base. I mean, they had the crap kicked out, and maybe they deserve it, Trent, for the yeah. for doling it out over the years, and maybe they're getting a little bit of their own taste of their own medicine. Um, but uh, they they got a nice win over uh, Minnesota, but they, Minnesota made it close for a while. Uh, but Michigan, Michigan State, man, there is some hatred in this football game, Trent. <laughs> this is more than a rivalry. I don't know if I'm sure you've caught up on the histrionics before the game mm-hmm. and Harbaugh calling out Antonio after the game that you know he. He was five uh, yards with a big smile, uh, five yards behind the line of Spartans as they took the field arm in arm, just smiling as they, you know, would uh, push Wolverines out of the way. And then Bush at the at the logo doing what he did. This is some hatred in this football game. This is a rivalry in the Big Ten that, quite honestly, I don't know where it's been as far as ranking them. I mean, I guess Michigan-Ohio State's always going to be at the top, but there's some hatred here between these two in-state schools. It's big time, and D'Antonio knows to be the program and be what they've been over the last decade. Got to knock the other ones out of the way. you got to do it, and he's been very successful in that, but that was a hideous football game. Uh, Going back and watching, just boring. Fast forward, fast forward. Nothing really happened in the game. It was what was the extracurriculars. That That's what made it good. Rocky Lombardi late in the game, by the way. I saw that. Going in for the Spartans uh, late as Lewerke was terrible again. Yeah. What's happened to Brian Lewerke? He's had a bad year. You know, Bama brought this up last week about some of the guys have had disappointing years. Maybe mm. that's a guy that we should have brought into the conversation, yes. right? I mean, Stidham's on there and Tate's on there, but Lewerke, same way, because we both felt that this kid was a above-average quarterback at Michigan State. He has not been this year, well, with, without a doubt. Uh, what else from the weekend caught your attention? I mean, not not in the NFL. Stay in college football for a while. What else? Anything? Uh, I mean, Alabama, Alabama just, did just, thing, not, just yeah. Trent, I, I mean, I guess if you're a fan, you're going to tune in and you're going to watch him. But if you're a college football fan, Trent, mm-hmm. why, why do you watch that? Speaking of, you Where, know, where's it, the joy? It's like the Golden State Warriors, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it very similar. You it feels inevitable, basketball. right? Basketball. 
Feels inevitable. It's inevitable. They are going. Two is going to lead them to a couple of first quarter scores. They'll be up fourteen nothing five minutes into the game, and he'll he's going to find one of his gifted receivers for a sixty seventy yard touchdown. He's mm-hmm. going to, you know, he's going to be twelve for fourteen for two hundred and ten yards, and they're going to go to the second quarter at that point. And they'll have a first half lead. And if you've been listening to me, mm-hmm. you keep cashing those tickets. Oh, I'm glad you brought that yes. up. Speaking of listening to somebody. Uh-huh, All right. Uh-huh. So let me set the scene and just remind those naysayers out there that think I've lost a step. Okay. Well, they're right. <laughs> Last week, 0-5, completely embarrassed myself. So most people are like, all right, it's time to fade Ken. Time to fade Ken. He, he's lost it. Off to a really good start. He doesn't start. see football the way, even if oh. he watches 28 hours right. of he's it. He's not watching. He's got it on, but he's nodding off in his chair. He's <laughs> right. drooling. You know, that's what happens when you uh-huh. get old, right? Uh, and I said this uh, this time last week to Trent, I am bound and determined to right this ship. And you were. You dug in throughout the week. I did. It wasn't just Homework. wait until Thursday. No, 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 no. It was I began on Monday while watching Monday Night Football. And I started to dig into some of the minutia, some of the some of the things that kind of go uh, not on the stat sheet, looking for an edge. And I was five and oh, Trent Condon with five favorites, five favorites. Did I have five favorites? I do have to put a little caveat here as I'm looking at it again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. you did it illegally. What did I do wrong? Well, we picked two college, yeah, two pro, right, and our best bet. Now you had. Two college, yeah, actually three college, two pro. But your best bet was in the NFL. Little illegal. Might have to put a uh, might have to put an asterisk. Uh, Hang on a second. If the flag would have been thrown on Friday, I would have gone to Fridays are a little busy for me. Well, I get it. But if the flag would have come on Friday, I would have given you Texas Tech over Kansas as my best bet. Yeah, regardless of where you put the star, I was going to be again. You were going to be right. Right. All right, we'll Uh, give it to you. We'll give it to you. Interesting. Two college. Two pro and, and your best. best bet can be either from the college or pro. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cheating we got Miller get... over there. <laughs> Five and O Miller over here. <laughs> Nick Athen over here next. He joins us on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Bama Bob Trent and I will go around college football. Second and final hour of the program. It's Clones and Hawks time in that order. Dylan Montz, 12 15. Scott Dockerman, 12 35. Trent and I until one. Ken Miller show with Trent Conan on 1700. The champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. Once upon a time, many years ago, the Ronald McDonald House of Central Iowa began helping families who have a sick or injured child. Today, you can help these families and enjoy a great night out at the 19th Annual Ronald McDonald House Gala on Saturday, November the 3rd. The theme this year is Once Upon a Time, so come dressed up in your fairy tale costume and enjoy great food, drinks, and a silent auction. Reserve your tickets or table at rmhdemoines.org. That's rmhdemoines.org. 
Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Where have you been? If you're smart, you'll say you were just at Graziano Brothers on South Union and Jackson picking up a sandwich. Hi, I'm Francis Graziano, president of Graziano Brothers. Did you know we started making sandwiches? I prefer to call them sandwiches, like my Papa Mike Graziano used to say. Our sandwich counter is the best kept secret in town. Of course, we couldn't serve sandwiches without offering our number one ingredient, Graziano Brothers Italian Sausage. Try our delicious sausage grinder, or that's a spicy meatball sandwich made with our sausage meatballs. We also offer cold sandwiches like the Bada Bean, Franco, Luigi, Mamma Mia, Mufalettas, you name it, we can make it. I love it when customers order a knuckle sandwich. Really? Our sandwiches are made with great ingredients such as capicola, mortadella, supersata, pepperoni, prosciutto, provolone, hot pepper cheese, giardinera, too many choices to list. I forgot to mention, we make panini also. Call us ahead of time if you're in a rush. Graziano Brothers, your only choice when it comes to good taste. Come visit us. It's worth the trip. Ciao. 24 7, 365. You're up and at them every day, so you don't want something like Medicare Part D to slow you down. At Walgreens, we'll take care of your Medicare Part D prescriptions, saving you time and money. Make the switch to Walgreens today and get more by earning 100 balance reward points and save up to $5 on each Medicare Part D prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Prescription savings applies to Tier 1 generics when you fill out a preferred versus a non preferred pharmacy on select plans. Points can't be earned in New York, New Jersey, or Arkansas. Other restrictions and limitations apply. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash combathunger. Join the fight today. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial vinyl print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. 
Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Ken Miller Show with Trent Condon. We are here until 1 o'clock. Bama Bob coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll talk college football with Bama Bob. Right now, the Kansas City Chiefs, they play here all season long, home and away. And every Monday, Nick Athen from ChiefsBlitz.com stops by and recaps what we saw uh, usually the day before. How are you, Nick Athen? I'm doing pretty good today. I bet you are. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was surprised because you are the president of the Fire Bob Sutton, uh, I don't know if it's a fan club, but uh, you're certainly not a fan of his. But you know what, Nick? And I'm glad you pointed this out because that was very apparent last night. I don't know if this was the Bengals just uh, showing ineptitude on offense. They are better than that usually. What did Uh the Chiefs do different defensively to completely take uh, Andy Dalton and that Bengals offense out of their game? Well, I mean, they just kind of went back to the basics. I mean, it was a it was a simplified defense approach. The only time they altered it was the only time the Bengals scored a touchdown. Um, and really, it boils down to you know three principles. You know, uh, fill your gaps defensively. You know, you looked at the linebacker. You know, uh, they, they played well. Mm-hmm. Hitchens, our dog last week, played really well this week because he shed his blockers and he filled the holes, and that made a huge difference. I mean, Joe Mixon's a really good running back. They were able to shut him down to, what, 60, 65 yards. And, um, you know, and then the corners, you know, they, they played press. Um, I thought having Lucas back there in the secondary made a huge improvement. Um, he's a little bit more, obviously, a lot more comfortable since he's now the starter. And when Barry comes back, you know, he, those two guys will start. And uh, you're going to have Ron Parker, kind of a floater guy. He'll be able to cover the tight end. So I think uh, all in all, what that was Sutton did was, uh, you know, keep it simple, stupid. And just let these guys use their natural abilities because I think everyone can agree, you know, this team has talent. And uh, it's just a matter of I think they were just overthinking. And at the end of the day, uh, they shut down a very, very good offense who's proven that they can win on the road. So, uh, you know, I think uh, I think this is a good, uh, a good game overall for Kansas City defensively, something they can build upon. And still, maybe by, you know, middle of November, they get very back. Houston, they get back in a couple of weeks. You know, then they settle in. You know, as the game was getting away, Nick, uh, late in it, and we saw the starters on the field for a very long time. I was surprised. As it went on, there was a play over on the sideline when uh, Mahomes got shoved in the back and didn't fall over anything, but he had to look back, and there was a personal foul. But I was just left thinking, good thing Vontez Burfecht got Mm. hurt because that thing could have got out of hand the way everybody else from the Bengals was being chippy. Yeah, he was a non-factor. Even when he was on the field, I mean, I mean, just – you know, Cream Hunt just ate him up for lunch. I mean, he couldn't tackle him to save his life. But, you know, I'm with you. I probably would have played Henny in the fourth quarter. But I think one of the reasons that Andy kept him out there, this is just my personal opinion, is he wanted him to kind of taste that success. You know, he wants to keep him on a roll. Um, he, he wants to be on the field. I don't think he put him in any situation where you know, he's ever really in danger. Plus, you know, something that's not talked about, the Chiefs offensive line was terrific. And they've been terrific since – since they made those changes, and I know a lot of it's by injury, I mean, those five guys have a badge of honor, and they're going to keep this guy healthy. And I, I just think the way the offensive line was playing, I mean, this is the first game that I can remember, you know, probably the last two, actually, where the Chiefs ran the ball and passed the ball equally as effective. Um, and I think that's a credit to those guys. I, I know Mitch Morse is a starter, but, you know, I'm not sure I put him back in the lineup, um, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I think Dewey did a terrific job. 
I think he's a better overall center. Um, and uh, the Chiefs have a dilemma there to, 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 to put Morse back in there when he gets healthy. And I, I don't anticipate him playing this week, uh, but he could be ready the week after. You know, I I know Kareem Hunt had a 100-yard game. He cracked the 100-yard mark against Denver, I want to say. But I thought uh-huh. after last night, Nick, that he, he didn't get 100 yards, but, boy, he was darn close. I thought he's, maybe he had his best game of the year out of the second-year player from Toledo who led the NFL in rushing last year. He's a really good player. Was that his best game of the year last night? He was really good. Yeah, you know, I think so. He kind of reminded me of, uh, of Jerome Bettis a little bit last night. He just refused to go down. Uh-huh. I mean, he just. He did things you don't see from a running back. And, you know, I go all the way to back when he was drafted, and he was drafted with Mahomes, and I will never forget the day after those guys were drafted, they brought him into Kansas City, and those two guys stayed in Kansas City the entire time, working together, learning the playbook, um, you know, feeding off each other. And and they are probably one of the most dynamic one-two combinations, quarterback and running back, because he can do so many things offensively. He can catch, he can block, he can run. You know, he's hard to bring down, and he has the same attitude that Mahomes has and the same attitude that this offense has. And, and I just think he's underrated. I mean, people, you know, let's be a 100-yard rusher and think you're, you know, that's the, that's the staple, that's the moniker. But, uh, you know, for him, he's just he's getting better and better. And, again, I think a lot of it has to do with the offensive line. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the, the, the positions that Mahomes puts him in to be successful as well. Um, but, you know, he, to me, honestly – He's their MVP. I, I think he is really the guy offensively that sets the tone along with Mahomes. But when he's running and catching the ball in the backfield, and you're not even talking about Hill, Watkins, Kelsey, Robinson's had a nice season so far. Um, you know, as he goes, the Chiefs go. And I, I think he, that was his best game by far this year. Broncos at home at Cleveland, home again for the Arizona Cardinals. How surprised would you be if this Kansas City Chiefs team isn't 9-1 and one going to that Mexico City showdown with the Rams? Right. Yeah, it's pretty important they win these next three games because the Chargers are playing well. They got really lucky. I mean, they got lucky stupid yesterday. Let's just be honest with you. That's just able just didn't make the right call. But at the end of the day, the Chargers, and I don't see the Chargers have maybe but one, maybe two more losses, to be perfectly honest with you. They're going to get Joey Bosa back here in about three, four weeks. Um, and I think they're going to be. The, I think they're going to be a tough challenge because they have a cupcake schedule. They basically go to at Kansas City, at Pittsburgh. Uh, that's it. Everything else is a completely winnable game. Uh-uh. I mean, they should be. They should be winning. No, I'm sorry, man. I hate to do it to your Broncos, but Rivers just to me, Rivers is the scariest quarterback in the NFL right now. When he's on, and he's got some deep threats now. Um, let, let's just be honest. Um, he's playing really, really well now. He's one hit away as any quarterback is, but. Um, you know, they obviously should win these next – I mean, I think the Denver game is going to actually be pretty tough. I was really impressed with the way Denver played the other night, you know, with their head coach's job on the line mm-hmm. and Von Miller stepping up. And, you know, they, they showed me some serious, serious dudes. And I think that's a really good thing uh, for the Chiefs because it's going to keep them focused. But, but I won't forget something that Mahomes said after the game, and I thought this was really poignant. He was talking to Ron Parker before the game, and he said, you know what, we need to, we need to put the throttle down. We need to keep going. We need to keep attacking. And I don't think I've ever heard that from a, from a Kansas City Chiefs player who actually admitted it and backed it up. So I, I think that bodes well for Kansas City in the next three weeks. And that showdown against the Rams, I'm telling you right now, that Rams defense is heralded, but they're not playing as well as they should. They're just still giving up a lot of points and yards. 
And uh, I, I can't wait for that matchup. That's probably a prelude to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Mm. Well, C.J. Beathard might beg to differ with you this morning because I'm guessing he's getting out of bed and he's sore all over because Donald had a game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Nick, yeah, listen, I appreciate it. I think your points are right on. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Chiefs uh, head and shoulders in that division. Chargers, eh, their arrow's pointing up, but it's not high enough to catch the Chiefs. We will talk to you probably not. today. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Appreciate good it. Good to talk to you. Nick Athens, com. College football coming up next. Iowa Purdue, 230 Osage Stadium. Yes. Uh, that uh, has been announced. And uh, television details ABC or ESPN2. Okay. One or the other. Um, this week, Penn State is ESPN230. Correct. It's um, Steve Levy. Mm-hmm. Brian Greasy. Like that crew. I do, too. One of my favorite crews. Yes. Uh, they've got that one. We will come back. by a Bob will join us. We At least will talk- it's not Herb Street. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good, though. He man. is. He was terrible. He was terrible Saturday. I, I didn't it bothered that. me. I, it must have. It might, might, might be the plumbing issue, too. Yeah, that's probably A little foul so. mood this morning. You are. I noticed that when you walked in. We will take a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk college football. Bama Bob, Trent, and I will throw things around college football-wise. We continue on the Ken Miller Show. It's 1700 The Champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia-urbandale. Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. Staples knows what you want for your business. You want to save time. You want to save space. You want to save money. You want the HP LaserJet Pro M29W printer from Staples. It prints fast, saving time. It's the smallest in its class, saving space. And now during Staples printing event, the HP M29W is $20 off, saving you money. Save time, save space, save money at Staples. Ends 10 18 Restrictions may apply. See associate or staples.com slash printing event for details. Imagine your dream carpet installed for free. The Home Depot offers all-inclusive installation on minimum purchases of $699. That's removal of your old carpet, basic furniture moving, and stairs. So the dream carpet you want comes at the price you were expecting. Free carpet installation that's actually free. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid only on showroom carpet price. One dollar or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. License numbers available at homedepot.com slash license numbers. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. 
does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. We bring out your best, the look that's really you. At Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference, the perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution, Mr. Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. show trent connor and myself take you right up until one o'clock jimmy b and tc from one until two well we know the kansas iowa state game on november 3rd kicks off at 11 o'clock uh, on fsn the iowa a Purdue. tale as old as time that game being relegated to fsn you isn't know what it? you can carve that one oh, in yeah, stone yeah. 11 o'clock. we don't have to wait for that one no uh iowa plays uh purdue at ross aid stadium that's a 230 I'm looking ahead, Bama Bob, to see when the heavyweight tilt is going to kick off on November the third. LSU and Alabama doesn't have a game yet, but don't uh, doesn't that that's the week that CBS has the doubleheader, right? I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah, I believe that's the case. I don't think they've announced it yet, but they get one doubleheader per year, um, and you can just book that it's going to be uh, Baton Rouge at night against Alabama. Yep, and in fact, you're right, Bama. It is the doubleheader that week. They have not set the games yet. But you can bet that that is going to be the game. Well, it's time, boys. Let's go around college football, shall we? We do so as far as the Power Five conferences uh, alphabetically, and we'll start with the. Um, <laughs> we don't spend a lot of time on the ACC, and here's another week that I'm guessing we'll go not burn right through it. But um, 
Bama, your biggest takeaway from uh, ACC this past week, what was it? Well, it's, it's the Clemson starting to assert themselves. Uh, this was probably the best team they faced. You could argue maybe Syracuse, uh, who they've struggled with. But whatever's been going on, we talked about it Friday, whatever's been going on uh, with Kelly Bryant and all the, you know, the situation surrounding him and the scare they had against Syracuse and was he going to come back if they needed him and all that? I mean, all that's gone. Um, they've, they've, they are, they have asserted themselves. They are the dominant team in that conference. They proved it as we thought they would when we talked about it Friday. They proved it this weekend. Dominating defensive line against an NFL quarterback, um, who was just completely overmatched. Yeah, so, he was. Um, you know, there's a lot of chatter now. Hey, Alabama Clemson four. Uh, we're a ways away from that. We've got a long way to go. Uh, some other teams are going to, you know, have something to say about it. But, you know, I think a, I think a lot of us would sign up for that right now, <laughs> given the chance. Um, Syracuse, pretty good team. Um, you know, and Virginia, nice bounce-back season for them. But, I mean, listen, the rest of it is just kind of a, like a lot of conferences, it's kind of a muddled mess in the middle. Um, good teams, not great. Um, and, you know, it's going to take a major upset for somebody, I think, now to, to knock Clemson off because Dabo's got them where he wants them and headed in the right direction. Trent. You uh, mentioned Bama. Of course, Clemson, the biggest one here. But how about the job of Virginia and Bronco Mendenhall yeah. and, and going on the road yeah. to beat Duke, possibly setting down a showdown at the end of the season, Virginia Tech, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Bronco Mendenhall didn't seem like a great fit coming from BYU. He's done a nice job, though. Mm-hmm. Not an easy place to win. Keep an eye on the Cavs out there. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from the ACC was Louisville, who didn't play again this week, but they need a quarterback or need a coach rather because Petrino's not going to survive. Uh, and and apparently they're going to come after uh, Jeff Brom and they're going to be you know blank check whatever you need. Bam! I looked at Louisville's schedule. I don't know why <laughs> but I did yeah. trying to see if they could uh, see if they're going to win another game. Wake Forest at Clemson at Syracuse, NC State, and then the in-state battle against their SEC. Uh, brethren, I guess, or that's not the uh, cousin uh, in Kentucky. Uh, there's not another win on this schedule. That was my biggest takeaway from the uh, ACC this week is whether Louisville's going to be able to, because this is an athletic department that, you know, let's face it, all the stuff, stuff that they've got going around in that basketball program, and it's hard times uh, for the football program right now. They're going to have to pay Petrino something to get rid of them. I don't know if there's a good, is there enough money? I don't know. I mean, they're gonna. That, that's a program that it does look like. You, you say, oh, look, they've already got rid of Jurich. They got rid of Patino. They're gonna. They're facing all kinds of lawsuits with Patino wants his salary back and all this kind of thing. I mean, that, that's a program that's in a mess right now. They're they're they are in need of a good scrubbing. And you know, look, when you have high profile names and they've got high profile names, Patino and Patino and Patino, if you will, yeah. and. I mean, you're going to struggle, I think, to get those kind of names to a school like Louisville from now on, so, mm-hmm. or in the near future. So, you can give Brom all the money he wants, but um, I don't know. I don't know that he would be smart to take it. I, I really and truly don't. Yeah, interesting. I I hope he stays at Purdue. I I really do. I think I, I, I like like what he's doing at that program. I agree, and I uh, you know, but money talks. Yep. But uh, I think it's I think. Purdue, crazy as it sounds, might be a better job than Louisville, even though I know that's his alma mater. Well, that's not crazy. Uh, Trent has left the room. I think it's his plumber on the phone. Long story, Bama. <laughs> We've uh, <laughs> long story, uh, but uh, the phone rang and he and he stepped out. Anyways, uh, if you're listening to the beginning of the program, you know about the uh, about all these uh, the plumbing problems that the Condon household is having. The Condon so, household. 
So Big 12, uh, six of their 10 teams were off. Here's my takeaway. Uh, it's just announced a couple of minutes ago about uh, within the last half hour, Sean Robinson, TCU's quarterback, sophomore quarterback. He's been banged up all season long. They finally said enough's enough. Season-ending surgery for Gary Patterson's quarterback. Uh, there wasn't a lot of play in the Big 12 this past week. Bama, do you have anything? Yeah, that's what I was noticing when I was you know doing a little prep here. I'm like, man, only there are only two games and four teams, but um, yeah, I mean, not much. But I guess really the TCU is the story a little bit, like you said, and you know you hate it for the quarterback, but I mean Terry, Gary Patterson's not used to this. Um, I don't know if it's a rebuild or, or what they're exactly going through, but but this this is kind of uncharted territory for him and. Um, you know, the other thing is Texas Tech. I mean, we, listen, we knew they were going to beat Kansas. Mm-hmm. They go to Iowa State, yep. guys, um, as, you, as you're well aware. And then, you know, look, they they get that one. They get Oklahoma and Texas on successive weeks going to Lubbock. That's not easy um, for, for the visiting schools. Um, you, know, you could get some weather out there. You can get wind, all kinds of things. So, you know, big, big stretch for Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can pull it off, but. They're not out of it by any means, and you know they got a tough stretch of games here. But you know, are they headed in the right direction? I don't know. We'll find out really over the next three weeks. I think we'll find out starting this week. Mm. Uh, go to Ames. Yeah, you're right. I just noticed that. Bama at Iowa State, home to Oklahoma, home to Texas at K State, yep. Baylor on a neutral site. Trent, there was only a couple of games in the Big Twelve. Do you have anything? Ah, uh, just uh, dominating performance out of Oklahoma again. They're yeah. They're humming along. They, they indeed are. Plumbing okay? Everything all right? Everything is good. <laughs> all fixed up. So he's off the clock? He's off the clock. Thank goodness for that, too. <laughs> Let's go to the golden time. Yes. Yeah. Let's go to the Big Ten. Trent Condon, you can lead things off. What was your takeaway from the Big Ten? I'm ready for that Iowa-Michigan Big Ten championship game. It feels like we're trending that direction. And uh, if you jumped aboard when I told you to, to get the Hawkeyes you know, to win the Big Ten back when they were 25-1, to 1, you're smiling right now. Well, no one's going to beat Ohio State. Oh, that's what you told me. You <laughs> told me that alone. a lot. I wasn't alone. <laughs> uh, Bama, your biggest takeaway? Well, I mean, it's obviously, uh, you know, Purdue over Ohio State. And listen, there's, I, I don't want to call them rumblings, but there's some speculation down here. Urban Meyer's got that same look he had when he ended his tenure at Florida, mm. guys. He is yeah. disengaged. Uh, on the sideline, he looks stressed like you wouldn't believe. I don't know if it's everything from the season that's caught up with him, uh, whether he's embarrassed by his behavior, you know, his reaction to it, whatever, the whole Zach Smith thing. I don't know if he knows there's more out there that's coming out. I have no idea. But that team was thoroughly outplayed by a team that, you know, I don't. I doubt there's one guy, maybe one guy on Purdue that was recruited by Urban Meyer, um, and just to get thoroughly waxed like that, um, I mean, that really hurt their chances. Um, Michigan's defense is legitimate, yep. but I think it's only legitimate for the Big Ten. I don't know that it can stop, you know, Clemson, Alabama, teams like that. And, you know, we talked about them earlier. You know, first of all, good for Nebraska, off this night. Northwestern, I mean, that's a team. I don't know how they're uh, doing we talked it. about it. They had to beat Rutgers. Mm-hmm. They barely get by them, and now they got a shot at Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. they get that game, and oh my goodness, look out! Northwestern and Iowa mm-hmm. uh, for the West. Yeah, Bam. I I watched Northwestern two weeks ago. Somehow beat Nebraska. Well, Nebraska lost to Northwestern. Is how yeah. that happened. And then I watched them struggle against Rutgers down the stretch because uh, the game. It might have been was Iowa. 
Maryland at the same time. It might have been because I remember getting to that game late just because I wanted to see, oh, my God, is Rutgers going to pull this off? And I watched right. it on the Big Ten Network. Uh, look, Northwestern is on top of the uh, West in the Big Ten. I have no idea how they're there. I really don't. They're um, who knows, right? Who knows? Yeah, and it, the, what's that? They have won 11 of 12 conference games. That's nuts. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Here's the other crazy thing. Purdue lost Eastern Michigan week two. Exactly. And lost to Northwestern thanks to personal foul. Ridiculous penalties. You remember that Thursday of opening week? I do remember that. Just crazy game. Gave one away. Stupid Absolutely game. Did, indeed, oh. they did. All right, let's move on. What's next? Let's go to the Pac-12 boys. Boy, I got to say, game day, uh, Pullman, that was spectacular. They waited a long time for that, and then uh, it didn't disappoint uh, Trent, we'll start with you. Your biggest takeaway from the Pac-12? Uh, I don't think it's over yet. Washington State runs the table. They're in the college football playoff. Oh, yeah, I don't know prob- about prob- that. Probably not. No. But speaking of Washington State, the infamous hit now of the quarterback going down. Yes. They were on their way to, at the very least, having a short field goal to beat USC. Yep. They would be undefeated right now with that. It would be a different conversation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mike Leach, a little more ammo as he fights the Pac-12 and the NCAA and everybody else. And he will take them on, too. Yes, he will. Indeed. Bama? Yeah, it's the Cougars for me. Game day, the whole environment lived up to the hype. Um, you know, storming the field after the after the game. Uh, listen, Stanford, crazy enough, not out of it, guys. Um, you know, Washington State goes to Stanford, I think, this week. Um, but, yeah, yes, I mean, they listen, do. I hope, hope comes down to the Apple Cup at the end of the season. I really do. I think that would be great. We talked about it Friday. I mean, what a great, you know, for if you want to call it an outpost, fine, call it an outpost. Pacific Northwest, whatever. But you had two games nationally televised by Fox in that state. Not sure that's ever happened before. Um, both of them won. Uh, it would be great if that game toward the end of the year, at least there was a little debate, mm-hmm. you know, about, hey, maybe the winner's still in the playoff. Um, Colorado. Uh, I don't know if the Magic's run out. They can still win the South, but they're probably uh, tough back-to-back ask, really, for them uh, the last two weeks. But uh, to me, it's all about all about the Cougars. And, you know, I hope game day goes back when they uh, have an opportunity because, man, that was fabulous. It really was. You know who else can still win the South, boys? The UCLA Bruins, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, it's not that crazy. Yeah, then here's, here's the thing, boys. Friday night we get Utah-UCLA. I think it's a 9.30 kick, so, Trent, you might be well, not getting home right after your high school game, but right. be able to see that. But UCLA, here's what they've got left. I mean, they control their destiny, but yeah, anyways. Uh, Utah at Oregon at Arizona State, home to USC, home to Stanford. Chip Kelly's team has won a couple in a row. That's my biggest takeaway. Bama to the SEC. I mean, all eyes on November 3rd, I guess. Your takeaway was what? LSU's defense is pretty good, um, but they're going to get a test. I mean, with it's coming. They're both Alabama and LSU both bye weeks this week, uh, so both be fully rested. That'll be a primetime showdown in Baton Rouge. And, and, you know, I don't know how good of a game it'll be, but, um, you know, it's coming. Kentucky, huge win against Vanderbilt. Yep, yep. Um, sets up a... Not really even a must-win now after Georgia lost a game. The other thing, uh, you know, Alabama, you talk about them all you want. I don't know who's going to stop them. I uh, really don't. And, boy, Jarrett uh, Gortano, my God, did he take a hit. And that kid is just going to he, – he got knocked into this week mm-hmm. uh, by Mac Wilson. And one of the toughest kids I've seen. But Tennessee mm-hmm. just totally, totally outclassed in that game. Indeed they were, Trent. Uh, you mentioned Kentucky and – if I told you a guy not running the triple option, a team went three of nine passing, 
for 18 yards. Jeez. Say, well, how bad did they get beat? Right. No, they won the football game. No. They can run it, though. That they can mm-hmm. with Betty Snell and company. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, not pretty. Finding ways to win. Indeed they are. Uh, my biggest takeaway, guys, um, was, I guess, Auburn keeping hopes alive and, you know, proving the naysayers, and there are a number of them. I think, Bama, you thought that maybe they were getting close to pack it in. I heard that a lot on game day. They thought that Auburn was packing in their season after it didn't go their way, at least early. Nice win over Old Miss. I don't think Old Miss that's good, quite honestly, but Auburn oh. needed to win that. Guys, let's do this uh, real quick. Top four. Um, Trent, do you have your top four ready as we head? I mean... Do you have two through three, two through four ready? That, that's all it is, right? That's all it is. Is no, I, Bama one. Yep. Yes, Clemson two. I don't feel great about it. No. LSU three. Okay. And Notre Dame four. You same way, Bama. Or you switch them around. Nope. I got uh, Bama, Clemson, LSU, Michigan. Michigan over Notre Dame. They did well, play Bama. They did. They did. You're right. Yeah. They played early in the year. Yeah. Here's what I want to see out of Notre Dame. Okay, I want to see the games that they played against Virginia Tech and Stanford, the good teams. I don't want to see Vanderbilt with a five-point game. I don't want to see a five-point game against Fall State and Pitt. Mm-hmm. They got Navy, Northwestern, Florida State, Syracuse, and USC left. They should win all those games by yep. two touchdowns or more if be a playoff team. Yep. So that's what I want to see out of Notre Dame. Yep, USC, the quarterback Daniels hurt. The backup is hurt as well, so... Uh, it's the end of the year, so we'll maybe we'll have uh, we'll have some uh, news as far as whether the uh, the freshman can play or not. But I'm with you, Bama. It looks as though Notre Dame is absolutely going to run the table. What's the best game this week? Is it the cocktail party? What's the Gotta best be for game? Me. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, listen, both of them coming in with one loss. Um, I mean, who who Florida the surprise obviously in that well Georgia too because we didn't think Georgia would have one that's true uh, well, Florida would have more than one so I mean this game is monstrous uh, both teams really if you want to look at it still in the playoff hunt you win out you win the SEC East you somehow knock off Alabama you're going to the playoff I don't think it'll happen for Florida uh, Georgia's you know got to come off that loss to LSU after a bye week both teams again on buys this week so uh, both fresh. Uh, to me, that's it. A couple other good ones, but that's where it starts for me. Is Herb Street and Company going to be a Texas Oklahoma State? I think so. Yeah, that's the that's the ABC prime time game. Really, yeah. they'll be oh, in Stillwater. I mean, I like the Texas angle, but Oklahoma yeah, State I mean, is circling know, the drain. We thought the same thing about Ohio State Purdue this week. Didn't well, we? true. Yeah, yeah. Why are they in? Why, why in the world are they in West Lafayette? Well, thank goodness they were. Indeed, uh, Trent, you have the best game of the week. Oh, I have looking ahead. It's kind of, yeah. Washington State Stanford's on the Pac-12 network. Really? Yes. Brutal. It, it's it's a hideous week. Mm-hmm. Penn State, Iowa. Penn State, Iowa's massive. Right yeah. there in the middle of the day. Same time as the Georgia-Florida game. Bama, we will talk to you on Friday. We'll preview a, a handful of them, as we always do. Have a great week, Bama Bob. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Good luck with the plumbing trip. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bama Bob, you can follow him on Twitter. At Bama Bob, simple as that. You looking for a game of the week? Notre Dame and Navy. Nah, I mean, Navy after the co- going to be, it's the cocktail party. Uh huh. But a- then, and then what? That bears some watching, though. Notre Dame Navy at night mm-hmm. in San Diego. Weird mm-hmm. locale. Well, yeah, that's true. CBS game, not on NBC. CBS has the game. Yeah, because of Navy, the home game. For the midshipmen. So CBS has a doubleheader that week, too. They do, yes. Because they've got the back cocktail party. Wow. 
I didn't realize that. CBS, that's that's odd. It um, is. I'm trying to find. Give me the five star. Florida, it's, Georgia? It's the cocktail party. Yeah. It's got to be. Is there one other that comes close? Iowa, Penn State. Texas Tech, Iowa State's pretty big, too. It is. It now, is. I'm not saying it's five, but I don't think Penn State, Iowa's five. Were you surprised at all with the point spread? That Iowa, Iowa State being favored five or that no, Iowa? The yeah, it's Iowa too many one. points. That's what I thought. Too many points. I and I tweeted something out Sunday morning from a guy that I follow that kind of comprises numbers. He had the number at eight and a half. Well, that's way too many. Mm-hmm. But even six, six and a half where it is, seems hefty. No, the way these the two teams thing. are playing right now. I thought the same thing, Trent Condon. We will come back. We'll do a few minutes on the uh, NFL. Then Dylan Montz will join us. He covers Iowa State. Matt Campbell's had his teleconference. Ray Lima, probable. Was, step in the right direction? Oh, that was a huge step in the right direction. Look, uh, their best player on the defensive line didn't play uh, against West Virginia. They didn't need him. Right. I mean, Jaquan Bailey was all over the field. He wasn't alone. We will uh, talk to Dylan Mons coming up here. Uh, and then Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. We are in the first hour of the five hours of local sports talk on 1700 The Champ. Yes, it has indeed expanded. 11 to 1. Jimmy B from TC from 1 until 2. And then the drive with Trent and Wolfgang gets you home today from 4 until 6. You had a really good high school football game on Friday to end the season. Yes, and one of the best games I've ever called. Back and forth affair. Walkie wins it. 45-yarder from a kid that hadn't made a field goal all season Is that long. how it was won? 45-yarder wow. with plenty of leg. Knocked it through and won it 31-30. Walkie with it. They will be hosting in the first round in the district championship. They get Urbandale coming in. That will be our Central Iowa game of the week. Back to Waukee, back-to-back weeks, and a fun first round. Looking forward to the playoffs. And 7 o'clock kick, and you can hear the game right here. The noon hour is coming up next. Trent and I take you right up until 1. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline at 1700 The Champ. 1700 The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon, Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive Home. Real sports talk for real sports fans. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. 
the best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. If you have hard water, the lime scale not only leaves white spots, it clogs pipes and breaks down appliances, costing you hundreds of dollars in energy and wear. Eliminate lime scale and other water issues like brown staining, bad odors, and lead with HydroCare water products available from Wave Home Solutions. Wave's affordable systems don't use salts or chemicals. You'll love the way your water tastes, smells, and looks. Satisfaction guaranteed. For more information, go to goodclearwater.com. That's goodclearwater.com. When it comes to your money, you want two things, to make the most out of your investments and pay the least taxes on your income. Sounds easy, right? It is at Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning in West Des Moines. Because Bowman Shaw handles both taxes and financial planning, they can custom tailor a winning strategy for your money. Bowman Shaw Tax and Financial Planning, 1031 Office Park Road in West Des Moines and online at bowmanshaw.com. Bowman Shaw, done right and right for you. Advisory services provided through BSC Capital Partners, LLC, a state of Iowa registered investment advisor accounting services provided through bowman shawn company llc there's nothing small about your business your passion your hours your reputation it's all huge your partnerships even bigger with dell small business technology advisors you'll get the tech advice and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow because with reliable dell pcs with intel core processors you can focus on what matters most getting business done call 877 by dell to speak with an advisor today that's 877 by dell Staples knows printing in color is better when promoting your business. But don't take our word for it. Research shows that color makes your company look more professional and improves brand recognition. It's also snazzier. Staples didn't research that last part. It just seems obvious. So come into Staples and get 20% back in rewards on color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money. 17. 17-